Hi everyone, this is Tom Hutchko. I'm a realtor in Winston-Salem and welcome to the Neighborly Podcast. In this podcast, I interview local entrepreneurs and community leaders in order to help connect you with what's happening in the city. In today's episode, I'll be sitting down with Anna Simonides from To Your Health Bakery. To Your Health Bakery is a 100% gluten-free bakery in Winston-Salem. It's right on Haynes Mall Boulevard, um, kind of near Costco area there. Um, but they have a lot of other allergy-free or allergy-friendly options like paleo, keto, uh, vegan as well. So let's get to know her a little bit. here with Anna Simonides from To Your Health Bakery. Uh, we're just going to do a quick little interview so you guys can get to know her a little bit. Um, but Anna, if you want to just tell me a little bit about yourself, you know, where you come from, what you like to do for fun, just you know, kind of get a background on you. So I was born and raised in Winston-Salem. I am currently 22 years old. Um, what I like to do for fun, I like to bake, which is very convenient. <laughs> that for makes my, sense. For my profession, yeah. yeah. Um, in my spare time, I also like to read books, um, do recipe testing, I love to sing, and okay. I like to watch Hallmark Channel and Network. <laughs> <laughs> Is there anywhere good to sing in Winston-Salem, like karaoke-wise, I guess? Um, you know, I have I have yet to do karaoke. That's on my bucket okay. list. I currently sing with the Winston-Salem Symphony Choir. Oh, really? Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So that's a lot of fun. Our season starts up in the fall. But uh, yeah, karaoke is definitely something I want to try sometime. Um, yeah, I haven't actually heard of anywhere to do it here, but now that talk about it might want to start looking into that sure there's somewhere but Mm -hmm. who knows um so you know focusing more on to your health bakery you know your your business of course you know what led you you know to that like what was the journey you know what was the reasons you started started it and all that and Um, kind of brought you to where you're at now okay so this is kind of a fun story so (laughs) when i was eight year old eight years old my little brother was born um and he became like my entire world Uh, he was born with a lot of allergies and he had some chronic illnesses um, and because of that, you know, this was before there was really like any blogs or cookbooks on it's the like scene. like 15 years ago or so. Yeah. yeah. So um, this was all like really new to us. Mm-hmm. We had no idea what we were doing. So I just kind of started experimenting in the kitchen, you okay. know, in order to kind of help out with him. So that's where my baking began. Okay. So it's funny because I learned how to bake like weird allergy stuff before right. I even knew how to bake regular that's, pancakes or whatever. Was it harder to find the right ingredients back oh then? Oh my God, it was so hard. I mean, it's I'm, so I'm, easy now in comparison. Like Whole Foods was around, but I, I doubt there was one in Winston oh, at yeah. that point, right? Yeah, yeah, no. Like we would, we would just, if you saw something different, you would just buy it just to try it because you, you couldn't find anything else anywhere. So, and there were like no cookbooks, no blogs. There was no okay. like, now there's so many guidelines. Oh, yeah. Like this is how to use a certain Paleo, type of flour. Keto, None of that. that. No. Yeah. So definitely a learning curve. My family has eaten some terrible things for me. (laughs) God bless them. Um, But we've come a long way. And then, um, let's see. So baking just kind of became a hobby for me. I would do it on and off. And then when I was in college, I was an elementary ed major at High Point University. And I commuted. And I commuted with my older brother. So we had a lot of time on campus because we had flipped schedules, unfortunately. So I was like, I need to, like, make money. I need to get a job in all this free time. Yeah. Yeah. So I started baking and selling my stuff at the bakery on campus. Cool. Um, they let you do that? Mm-hmm. I, I like wrote up a whole business plan. I spoke with the president of the college. Oh, we wow. like found a way to okay. like get me in integrated. So that was a lot of fun. That's cool. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of where like my baking passion like reignited and I was like, oh, okay. I really love this. And then that summer, I decided to sell my stuff at a local farmer's market. Okay. I started off at the one on Rinalda Village actually. Okay. Um, 
And I just realized I really loved it. Like, I right. really loved it. And I just started to get orders, and then I was talking to my parents, and I was just kind of like, I'm, <laughs> like, confused. Like, I right. like baking a lot more than, like, school, and I love school. And they're <laughs> yeah. like, well, maybe you should just stick to baking then. So um, I got into the Cobblestone Farmer's Market. I really grew my business from that. And okay. then I opened up a storefront, like, two years later. And that's exactly how we found you guys, actually, was Very at cool. the market. Was at the market. <laughs> yeah, okay. You know, the... Just this location, it's it's kind of hard to see from the road, I guess. So yes, like, yeah. you know, and social media now is is better. You know, mm -hmm. I think so. People are probably finding you guys through that. Yeah, I would assume. definitely. Um, but um, back when you were first starting out, when you were baking, were you all gluten free, or was it? Were there no. certain allergies that you were focusing on, or what was the? So we started out. Let's see. So we started out to your health bakery just with the purpose of you know, delivering wholesome baked goods okay. to our clientele. So good ingredients. Yeah, just right. clean ingredients, back to basics, no corn syrup, okay. no preservatives, no artificial colors. Um, you know, you are what you eat. That's our tagline, and right. we really stand by that. Okay, so. awesome. That's good to know. Um, so what made you choose the actual name to your health bakery? Because obviously it takes a stance, right? Yes. So, <laughs> so. it is actually derived from a Greek phrase, Deniasas, and um, okay. it literally means to your good health. Interesting. And okay. so, yep. And so, it's almost like a toast um, that you would say, like before eating, like galiotixi okay. is like enjoy your meal and stiniasas to your good health. And so, okay. And the more I like was trying to think about a name for my bakery, I actually was talking with my priest who's been a huge mentor in all of this, and he was like, you know, what about this? Like, have you ever thought about that phrase? And I was like, right. that's actually perfect. Like <laughs> right. that totally like ties in my Greek roots. That totally like encompasses. Yeah. <laughs> and it's really neat because actually um, we use Bob's. Red Mill. We source their flowers from work. Oh yeah, we use them all the time. For, yeah. yeah, for everything we do. I don't know if you've ever noticed, but their phrase is to, it's like uh, to your good health or something like yeah, that. Yeah, now that you mention it. Yeah. I, okay. So that's their tag. And, and I didn't know that when I picked ours, <laughs> but I was like, oh, okay. So we're on par with Bob's. That's, that's a good so funny. thing. So oh, that's my goodness. the direction we're headed with it. Um, so and it's, it's a good name because, you know, people can kind of look at it and they say, well, you know, why should I come there? It's like, well, to your health. Right. right? And everyone's it's like so a funny. healthy bakery. Yeah. Like, what does that even mean? Yeah, like, that's exactly. an oxymoron. I'm like, well, no, like, let, let's, let's talk about what we've got here. So. Exactly. So do you, you know, obviously it's gluten-free, mostly vegan, right? Mm -hmm. Do you guys, do a lot of people that work here practice, you know, veganism or are gluten-free or is it something you believe is truly healthier to be that way? Or what are your thoughts on, on those you know, so diets I would, that have become more popular, I guess. Yeah, I would definitely say we've seen a rise in that. Especially, I remember okay. there was like a turning point. It was like our second year farmer's market and like our gluten-free sales finally started to exceed our regular sales. Oh, really? And we got so excited because we're like, okay. it was like it was catching on, you know. Right. Like, and we, we've always joked that we're 10 years behind the West Coast in anything that <laughs> Oh my gosh, do. forgot about it. So, yeah. So like now. Everyone's you know, vegan in California, right? Yeah, you can right? see it now, exactly. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't, okay, so I get this question a lot, like, is it healthier? I wouldn't necessarily say it's healthier. I would say that um, you need to, like, everyone, everyone's health journey is different. Oh, you know, sure. we're here to meet you wherever you're at on that path. Mm -hmm. So you just, we're, we're here to tailor, um, you know, our goods to your diet. Okay. You know, um, I would say that what is healthier is like, you know, cutting out anything processed, you know, cutting sure. out junk, additives, pres preservatives. I can't just say gluten-free is healthier because you can go to a store and find something gluten-free that's sure. full of corn syrup and dyes and fillers. And exactly. Why, how is that healthier? You and know, in the name of being gluten-free, you've switched one exactly. toxin for another. You yeah, know? you can be, there's, so. it's possible to be an unhealthy vegan, you know, you yeah. someone pictures a vegan as someone who only eats vegetables, but, right. you know, you go to the frozen section and there's a million preserved yep. 
filled uh, vegan items that you yeah, can buy, Yeah, or just, right? like, so, potato chips are vegan. Right, like, exactly. Like, you just, like, subsist yeah. off of potato Most chips. Most chocolate and, is vegan, right? right? You, just, right. you can so, eat that all day. Right? I mean, yeah, so... Um, I think it's just about choosing to put whole foods in your body or just, you know, better foods in your body, clean ingredients. Good, good. Um, So, you know, obviously it's a different kind of place when people first come in, right? Mm -hmm. Um, What are some common questions or maybe objections even that you get from people when they first, you know, learn about you guys or you first talk to them? Um, Is there anything that you hear kind of across the board? Yeah, so, well, okay, so a lot of times we get, oh my gosh, is everything in here gluten-free? And when we say (laughs) yes, you get one of two reactions, oh my gosh, this is the best day ever! And then the other reaction is, ooh, really? Like, okay, at which point we have to say, well, why don't you try some more stuff and let's let's talk about how gluten-free doesn't have to taste like a brick. You know, there's this this common misconception that people have that, like, it's just going to be really nasty and like this the baking has come so far you oh know? And some of it is nasty yeah. I mean, that's you know what some people have tried one thing five right. years ago right? right um i will say that you guys do have the best carrot cake i've ever had in my whole life thank i've been gluten free for two years thank you my wife is celiac and um i've had a lot of carrot cake you know, i used to work at outback and we always had these little like carrot cake pops and i've just eaten a lot of it my whole life but the carrot cake is it's not even close you know we thank had it at you. our wedding um that was we flew down to florida with that on a plane actually um, and everyone said the same thing. And I feel like it's almost better if you just don't tell people it's gluten-free yeah. and vegan. Yeah, oh, 100%. Because, because once they get the idea in their head, it's like... Yeah, there's like a stigma attached right? to it, right? Yeah. That's completely unnecessary. And, oh, exactly. And honestly, like, we don't put anything in our store unless it's up to par and you can't taste the difference. That's right. that's my litmus test, you know, oh, as sure. a baker. So it took me three years to perfect our cinnamon buns. Oh, wow. Because I was like, <laughs> I'm not going to put these out unless they're yeah. chewy and pillowy and right. soft, you know, like a cinnamon bun. Just like so. any other company would perfect a product, right? right. It's just a different kind right. of, uh, yeah, different ingredients, I yep. guess. Um so I know you guys recently did make that switch to go 100% gluten-free. I think mm-hmm. that was within a year or two, yeah, right? A couple, yeah, a couple months uh, What was the, the main driver behind, you know, getting rid of, of uh, wheat and, and flour? So that, um, we, we just became known as kind of this niche uh, allergy-friendly bakery, you know, and on, on, not on our accord, but really just listening to what the clientele wanted, we just saw all of the, sh- the sales kind of shift towards, okay. you know, just the gluten-free, the vegan. Um, and you know, we're from the get go, we've been super careful with cross contamination, having a child in the home with, you know, anaphylaxis to a lot of things. We've always been super careful about wiping everything, washing everything, et cetera. But if you can eliminate an entire ingredient, you know, that could cause that, why not? So when we first opened this place, you know, it was a, it was a dream, like a pipe dream to be a hundred percent gluten free, but to actually like see that happen so quickly, just as a testament to Winston-Salem and its growth and like. You know the movement that's happening as people are becoming more health conscious and caring about what they put in their bodies oh right so. i think you guys are kind of right in line with where went where i hope to see winston going mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. like, it's hard because not many restaurants in winston-salem are or have many gluten-free options i mean right for us we can eat it maybe two places right so and we go to whole foods and, and here yep. <laughs> this is yep. this is where we've eaten out yeah um like 99 percent of the time it's so yeah. funny um, but like you said, with you know the cross contamination, it's something that you know, you know with my wife. Like if they have something with gluten and um, gluten free in the same like um, container, it kind of yeah. you know brings that uneasiness you know yeah. a little bit for yeah, people who have those allergies. No, and so, you you know you deserve to have that comfort like a hundred percent. And that was one of the happiest days of our lives when you guys made that announcement. So <laughs> we're happy about that. We're happy too. It's a win-win all around. Definitely. 
Um, so the last question I'd like to ask people is more about Winston-Salem itself. So I kind of wanted to get your vision. You know, you've been living here for most of your life, it seems like. So you know, where do you see Winston-Salem going or how do you see it evolving over maybe the next five, could be 10 years? You know, just your thoughts on that. Um, I would definitely say that Winston-Salem is booming. Okay, um, can feel that. 100%, yeah. It's, there's a new energy that's being brought in the last couple of years with the revitalization of, you know, revitalization of downtown and just um, a lot of, like, transplants coming in. Um, there's a lot of really cool small businesses being started. Cool. Um, so I definitely think that we're taking steps in the right direction. I feel like what's always made Winston unique, and I really hope that we can preserve this, is that we've, we've always been, like, a community of creators. Okay. Um, if you kind of look like we're more so like people work with their hands, you know, right. people are artists, people, and it's this, we really do have this community over competition feel, which oh, I cool. really appreciate and support, you oh, know, a hundred percent. I mean, I think, I think it's awesome. So if we could continue in that direction, you know, I would hope that, you know, even if we have a million small businesses that we would all just be able to support each other. That exactly. would be the ideal dream. Yeah, and know? I hope with this podcast, maybe I can help bridge some of those relationships. I think you 100%. Know? Um, but I see a lot of it happening with the breweries downtown and some of the yoga instructors mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. They seem to be doing a lot more collaborations. Do you have any companies or businesses you like would like to collaborate or think about in the future? Anything upcoming that people might be interested in? <laughs> I, think, I think right now we're finally getting at a place where I'm, you know, like getting into the groove of like having this storefront and stuff. Okay. Um, from a collaboration standpoint, maybe not even collaborations, but I would love to have like a full out gluten free vegan restaurant one day oh, in the heart awesome. of downtown. That, that's probably like my next step. If there's a yeah. next step and you're actually the first person I've like vocally voices to. Yeah. Um, one of our favorite customers from the very beginning, Katie and Derek Ayers, they're makers okay. and shakers of, cool. you know, the young life downtown. But, um, they, from the get-go, were like, when are you opening a bakery? When are you opening one? When are you opening okay. one? And so we finally opened a storefront. And now they're like, so when's your restaurant coming? Right. Have you thought about your restaurant? Come on with the restaurant. So, you know, they're really, those seeds that they've planted have really got me thinking, though. And as I recipe test and stuff, you know, I've always loved to cook more than bake anyway. Okay, cool. So it would just be a natural shift. Yeah, and we've always said that we, like, hope you guys start to do more with, like, this real food. Savory. Yeah, yeah, right. Savory so instead items. of the sweets, right? But, you know, you guys... I think tested that a little bit with the event fiesta day yeah, over the weekend, yeah, right? Mm-hmm. And, I mean, everything was great. Thank um, you. As far yeah. as like the nachos and mac and cheese, I mean, it's just incredible. Thank you. Especially because no restaurants really have full-on gluten-free and vegan options. Maybe they'll have a couple options on right. their menu, right? But you know, right, have but something. we would be like a dedicated gluten-free yeah. vegan restaurant. And there's, you know, you see that in California and a bunch of other places. But to bring that to the East Coast would really oh, yeah. just be well, so fulfilling. For if you're me, looking so. for investors, we're probably interested. Okay, <laughs> so, sounds yeah. like a plan. I'll, I'll hit you up. Um, but where, so where can people find you guys? You know, obviously, you have a location here. But, mm-hmm. um, if you just want to kind of go over address and yep. where else you guys so are at. So we are located at 1263 Creekshire Way. We're in the shops at Little Creek across from the Hobby Lobby on Hainswell Boulevard. You can okay. find us on Saturdays at Cobblestone Farmer's Market as well. Okay. And then if you just want to drool over our treats, you can see us on Instagram okay. <laughs> at Tear Bakery and Facebook. <laughs> Awesome. Well, thank you so much for taking the time thank to sit down you. with me. Hopefully we get to do this again one day. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> right. Thank you so much, Tom. Cool. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started. 
if you stuck around to the end, thank you so much for listening. I definitely appreciate it. And if you or anybody you know has any real estate needs or thinking of buying or selling a house, don't hesitate to give me a call. My number is 336-422-6492. Or if you have any general real estate questions, I can help with that as well. But thank you again for listening and have a good day. Bye.